All right, we're live. How's everyone doing today? Hope you guys find yourself well, healthy, and moving towards those goals and those dreams. Um, yeah, so I'm Ryan Trujillo. This is my very first podcast, and I just wanted to give a shout out to me for doing it, finally. Um, this is something that uh, I've been dreaming of for, couldn't tell you how long, but um, I'm glad I'm glad I'm finally to this point where I can kind of talk about uh, real estate life, um, talk about motivational quotes, motivational people. Um, I'm happy I can be here to share stories. Hopefully they're funny. Hopefully they're insightful. Hopefully they help you with wherever you're at in life. Um, and there's really no direction. That's kind of the foundation of what I want to do here. And um, I just uh, hope you enjoy it as much as I make it. Um, first, real estate. Um, as a lot of people know, I am a real estate appraiser here in Denver. I, um, I've i been in the industry for about five years now. Got my start out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, post-grad from uh, Oral Roberts University. Shout out to those Golden Eagles out there in Tulsa. Um, fantastic school. Um, I, it's a, it was a great place for me to, um, go and explore myself. It was a great place to go and explore different scenery. It was also a great place to meet incredible people who as a whole never wanted to settle with anything. I mean, the girls there never wanted to settle. That's partly why I left that university single, and that's okay, and I'm perfectly cool with that. Um, you know, um, it, it, it was inbred inside of us to, um, to go and change the world. Like, that was the biggest, um, that was like the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the foundational value, I guess, of what uh, Oral Roberts University was, to go out and change the world. And so, um, if you came into that university and um, you didn't, leave that place wanting to change the world or make a difference or even improve yourself in your own life, then, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's far, I don't know. I don't know that, that just doesn't seem like possible with what they're teaching and with what, and with the people you were surrounded with. And so, um, big shout out to them. Um, I first, want to talk about real estate. Let's just jump right into it. Real estate is interesting, right? I mean, there's so many different um, avenues you can take in real estate. You can um, jump into the side of investing. You can jump into the industry of analytics. You can jump into the industry of um, appraisals. You can jump into the industry of sales. You can jump into the industry of loans. You can jump into the indus- industry of taxes um, there are so many subcategories within the industry of real estate and they're all pretty lucrative. I mean, from what I know with the friends I know that work in each one of those industries, they're all doing really well. And so, um, I don't know too much about like the market or any type of market crash just cause I haven't seen one since I've been in the industry, but you read about it, right? Like 2007 to 2009 was one of the biggest um, economic falls in in the history in history. And um, me, when I was two, when in 2008, I was in sixth grade, and so, I mean, the only thing I was really worried about was 
you know, who I was going to play hide and seek with that night and whether or not we were going to have pizza for dinner. And, you know, and if we weren't going to have pizza for dinner, then I'm having cereal. Like, mom, you have no choice. And so those are the only things I was worried about back then. And so um, I've tried to read about it. Um, I haven't read about it enough. But um, back to the positive side, I mean, you can you can find any type of job in real estate and it is a lucrative place to be. So if you're interested in getting involved in real estate, um, you know, explore one of those categories because there are subcategories within subcategories of real estate and you can find your place um, pretty much anywhere. And I found my place in appraisals. I got lucky. I'll tell you what I got lucky. I had a mentor in Tulsa who um, was an appraiser and um, he was a, he was a guy that I met through a network marketing company. Um, I was I was sold a I was sold a dream um, probably my sophomore year that if I signed up X amount of people, you know I'd be I'd be flirting with being a millionaire. And so I uh, I am thankful for that. I am not trying to bash network marketing at all because I met some of the coolest people on the planet through network marketing, whether it was through that company or through competing companies. Um, I've met some super solid guys that um, I still talk with to this day. And um, the thing about network marketing people is that they are the types of people who don't want to settle and they want to work hard and they want to build their own business. And these companies give them a platform to do it. So, I mean, if you if you ever, you know, get offered a opportunity to sit down with someone who does work for a network marketing company, give them the time of day because, um you know, you definitely want to hear their heart and where they're coming from. And more likely than not, the products will help you in some type of way. And so um, that's how I met this guy. Um, he ended up being a, you know, a, a close mentor of mine. Uh, we'd always meet and, you know, talk business and talk life. Um, and um, so my senior year of college, I had nothing lined up. I was in a place where I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that I was good at talking with people. I was knew I knew that I was good with being around people. I really enjoyed having a good time. And so I just like I just had no direction, you know, and you know, I am a man of faith. I believe in God and you know that earlier early in that year I just prayed and I just said, God, I don't know I don't know where I'm going, I don't know what I'm doing. Like Everyone that I'm hanging around with, everyone on my floor, all my good boys, all my good friends are, um, they have, you know, incredible jobs lined up, like unbelievable jobs lined up. And, you know, I I definitely fell into this um, comparison mindset. And it wasn't until after I, you know, said that prayer that I had peace of mind of not really applying for jobs. Like it was the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my life. And um, I just didn't do it. And so, like, when I didn't put the pressure on myself to do it, I had this clarity. This, like, clarity came to me because I wasn't putting pressure on myself to, you know, live up to, like, my surroundings and what, what people were reaching for. And so, I, um, not soon, like, soon after, I had an opportunity to go on a missions trip to Guatemala. And, you know, I just did it. I, I felt like I was in a place of clarity where that decision was um a good choice and so and if you look at it on paper it doesn't seem like a good choice it seems like 
I am, you know, going on a quote unquote vacation for a month post grad with no job lined up. And you know what? I didn't have a job lined up. That's truth. Um, the only job that I had at the time was um, doing valet um, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sundays. And that was maybe putting uh, about $400 in my pocket like every two weeks. So 800 bucks a month, you know, and I was, I'm pretty sure I was living on my friend's couch at that time. Shout out to Jake Cranfield. And um, I, um, you know, it was a very interesting time. It was a very interesting time. And so I said yes to this mission trip and went out to this, went out to Guatemala and spent a month out there doing um, teachings, doing in-class teachings, doing um, building projects. And uh, we, you know, did some Bible lessons at night. And so um, very powerful trip, incredible, incredible country, incredible people down there. I would love to go back. Um, the people down there in Guatemala are some of the most amazing, most beautiful people I've ever been around in my entire life. And so, um, after a month of being in Guatemala, I was on a plane back to Tulsa and I just remember looking out the window and I was like, all right, God, where are you at? Like, I felt like, you know, this eight month process of me not applying for jobs and, you know, saying yes to this missions trip, all right, where are you at? And like within, within a second, you know, my, a thought came up, um, to call my mentor. And so I called my mentor and I was like, I was like, Hey man, I just got back from this missions trip and I just wanted to see if you were hiring. And so, you know, I'm 22 at this time. And that was, that was a hard thing for me to do. That was a very hard thing for me to do. Um, probably just because I've had everything handed to me my entire life. Like I've, I grew up in a great, great home. I, you know, my first car was a Jeep. Like I knew people within my hometown that just gave me jobs. And, um, so for me to call someone and say, Hey, I am just wondering if you're hiring like that. I don't know what that was so hard for me. And that was just like a part of me growing during that time. And so he's like, yeah, man, actually I fired three people yesterday. Come on in. And like my heart just like got this super intense shot of adrenaline. I was like, no freaking way. You got to be freaking kidding me, mother frick. And so I go into this interview and um, halfway through the interview, um, he gives me a key to the office, says, welcome to the team. Can you start tomorrow? And the rest is history. Started in Tulsa, um, did really well while I was in Tulsa. Um, transferred, I transferred to Oklahoma City, which is where we launched a branch. And so I was able to, um, like, build a branch out there and create a name for our, our company out there and did really well out there. And then transferred down to Dallas, where me and another guy went down there to go build another branch. And so um, I'm extremely thankful for um, everything that has led up to this point in my life. I'm currently in, in Denver um, working for an incredible firm out of Littleton. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing what, you know, I, I dreamt of doing once I first got this job because like my first day on the scene after that incredible interview, um, I just remember I was in the office. I was like, I really want to do Colorado properties. Like if this job helps lead me to Colorado, this is what I want to do with it. I want to go to the mountains and I want to appraise log cabins and multi-million dollar modern and contemporary houses that sit on the top of the hill like 
my my imagination just went through the roof when I first jumped in this industry. And so I'm out here doing, I'm out here living that dream and it's been a blessing and it's been fun and it's been hard as heck. Um, don't get me wrong. I have sacrificed more than I ever thought I, I ever thought that I could. I, I never thought that I would be in a place of sacrificing time, money, effort, um, relationships, comfortability, everything. And so that we'll save that for another, another podcast. Um, but, um, I'm in a place now where, you know, I'm, I'm like at like step one, like going up this incredibly beautiful mountain, you know, it's, it's going to be hard. I'm taking one step at a time and, uh, we're going to climb all the way to the top. There's no, there's nothing that is holding me back right now. There's nothing that, um, there's no one that I have to ask permission to. I'm in a place where I see this incredibly beautiful 14er and I'm at the very bottom and I take my first step and I know with every single step, I have the hope that I'm going to make it to the top. And so, um, this podcast, I guess, I don't, I don't know where this podcast is going to go. I really don't. There's really no direction. I just know that this is something I've always wanted to do. This is something I'm going to do. And so real estate, Real estate, life, motivation. Hmm, what should we talk about first? I guess we did talk about real estate. That's pretty much my 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 spiel on uh where I where I'm at in the real estate industry. Um I guess life. Um life has been incredible. Twenty twenty has been incredible for me. Um a lot of people can say that this year has been absolute trash and I can see why. I can see why. I had a um, breakthrough moment when it was like March 21st. It was like four days, three or four days after my, my, uh, my birthday. I had a quarantine birthday and it was, it was incredible. My parents did, I hung out with my parents and it was, it was incredible. Like they, they did everything for me and uh, I did nothing. It was perfect. Um, but a couple of days later, I, I come back to my apartment up here in Denver and uh, I'm looking out the window and like the news is on in the background, like the, the, the titles on the screen is like coronavirus, coronavirus facts, coronavirus statistics, coronavirus, how, how does this affect your state? How does this affect your life? How does this affect? Nah, 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 nah. And I just remember hearing this like chatter like behind me and I'm looking out this window and as I'm looking out the window, there's just some snow flurries and they're just slowly falling to the ground and the ground isn't cold enough to like keep the snow. So it, it's just melting. So the, the cement's all wet, the, the asphalt's all wet, the plants are dead, like everyone's inside. I'm like, oh my God, like this is the worst possible moment of my life. And so I just remember thinking, I was like, this sucks. Like this sucks so freaking bad. And, you know, like in that moment, I just, you know, took hold of those thoughts that I had. And I was just like, nah, like this is going to be like this for a while. Like I got to switch up this. I got to switch up my mental. And so um, I went to I went to my desk, walked over to my desk and I just wrote down some pretty, pretty big goals. And so one of them was to read 50 books um, from March. And so. I, I mean, we were going to be locked down. I was like, I, I might as well, I might as well just get the, 
the premium I might as well get the premium account for audiobooks and get four books a month that probably that'd help out there and then um so I did that and I'm about I'm about 13 13 books in I'm working on two right now and then um you know one was to climb a 14er which I did um two was to explore like three mountain towns here in Colorado that I never experienced did that um and the rest was just to not be hard on myself like that I think that was the biggest thing like it was such a it was such a hard a good time for us to be hard on ourselves, and so I didn't put pressure on myself to do at-home workouts like screw that and then I like my gym closed so I didn't put any pressure on myself to like go on Craigslist or try and buy go on eBay and try and buy you know 500 pounds worth of worth of equipment to work out with so I just rested I just chilled and you know and in the real estate industry here in Denver, cash out refis were going through the roof, which is, which is, we can also talk about that as well, which just means a lot of people are going broke here in the city. Like cash out refis, like more often than not, I would go to a house who was doing a cash out refi and I would ask them, so how long have you guys lived here? Oh, three months, four months, six months, eight months, year and a half, two years. So basically what these people were doing was just taking out their down payment to cover bills for the rest of the year, which isn't good. She isn't good at all. And so that's just a tall tale sign of people here in Denver going broke. Um, I mean, not all cases are like that, but more often than not, um, people are taking out cash out refis left and right. And so um, we stayed extremely busy through the pandemic I mean, we're still extremely busy. Um, March, my March numbers were 55, 56, 58, 60, 61, 55. And so those are are how many appraisals we were doing every single month. And um, it was an incredible time. Um, It was extremely busy. I didn't have a chance to take any time off until about two weeks ago. I took 10 days off just to relax and go explore and you know enjoy this Colorado summer and so we haven't been busy I mean we have been busy um we there has not been a shortage of work here in Denver um especially during the pandemic and so um that was an interesting experience especially um living in a state where I guess I shouldn't say that. Living in a place where people can be uptight, um, usually in the bigger cities, you'll find more uptight people than not just because there's more people per capita than, you know, a, you know, Podunkville, USA. <clears throat> so um, that was interesting, wearing gloves inside houses, and and, and I'm still wearing masks inside houses. And so, um, you know, homeowners almost biting my hand off for touching a light switch. No, no, touch that. Oh, my God. I can't believe you touched that. Now I got to sanitize the whole house. Uh, excuse me, sir? I don't think you know who you're talking to. You can't talk to me like that. I did have a situation like that. I'm not, I'm not boosting at all. I was at a house, and I get it. I get it why he was so frustrated in retrospect. But during it, like, he just was such a douche. He, I mean, I touched a light switch, and he was like, 
my loan officer told me that no one was going to touch anything inside the house. Now I got to sat- now I got to sanitize the whole damn house. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, dude, I like, I just touched, I touched the light switch with my knuckle. It's not a big deal. And, um, he's like, no, it is a big deal. We're going through a pandemic. I was like, I I get it. I understand where you're coming from, but like, I won't touch anything else. I promise I won't touch anything else. He's like, yeah, you better not. And I'm like, I was like, oh my God. Oh, well, we'll move on from that. (laughs) So, um, we'll do a, we'll do a little motivation, motivation. Um, you know, if, if you're listening to this, I just hope you're encouraged, you know, keep your head up. Um, I'm in a place right now where I am in a place of just doing it. I'm in a place of getting it done, doing it. Um, the, you know, there's visions and goals inside of this big brain of mine that I know I have to do. Um, I got, it's, I'm not putting pressure on myself. It's just, something that my heart and soul longs to do. And so I'm sure we have those aspirations as well. It might be simple. It might be complex. might be right in between. Um, I would encourage putting stuff on paper and, you know, really imagine yourself doing it and then just going and doing it. I had a mentor when I was in Dallas, and we'll, we'll end with this. Um, I had a mentor in Dallas, and he said... He's like, man, whenever you really want to do something in life and you're kind of scared, he's just like, just go ahead and do it because you might pee down your leg a little bit. You might have, you know, there might be some embarrassment that comes with it because you don't know what the heck you're doing or something that you, yeah, you just don't know what you're doing and it's okay. It's okay to have that feeling. It's real. I mean, think about your first job that you ever had in your entire life. I'm sure you just did it just because you wanted to make the minimum wage and you know, go out on the weekends and buy whatever products or shirts or shoes, whatever you wanted. Um, that was the only reason why you worked there. But, you know, you showed up to that job and you didn't know anything. But the more time you were there, the more you got comfortable with, you know, the position you were doing. And um, life's just about learning. But first, life's about just getting out there and doing it. Um, so, be motivated by that. You might pee down your leg a little bit, but um, just know that you will be thankful that you did. Um, whether it's a week from now, a year from now, two years, ten years from now, you'll be thankful that you did what your heart longs to do. And so, um, I'll leave with a, I'll give you guys a little, little prayer, and then we'll get out of here for the day. Um, so heavenly father, I just thank you, Lord, for whoever's listening. I just pray Lord that you would, um, help them with whatever they're going through. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, that you came here to live a perfect and sinless life, to be an example for us. And I just ask that you would show, um, compassion and presence in their life. Lord God, I ask for strength, courage, and excitement for new things to come and give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus name. Amen.